Oh my gosh, we're back at it, man. We're live yet again. What's up? It's Brian Sosha. My main man, Rob's not here with me because it'd be weird to be sitting in a bed. We've been bunk beds together. I'm, I'm in Wildwood, New Jersey on vacation, but I wouldn't miss this for the world. I think they have a TV screen, right, Rob, in front of me so you they can talk do, to me? They do, man. This is awesome. <laughs> I'm coming through one TV to another TV. This is amazing. This is awesome. Rob, how are you? You look dapper. I've never seen you in a button-down shirt. You look beautiful. Why is this man. Today? Thank, what? thank you very much, man. How you feeling? How you doing? How's, how's everything going in Wildwood? It's great, man. I, I'm, I'm, although I've been sequestered to this back room, it used to be like a walk-in closet where I'm at and has bunk beds because my kids were going crazy. They went to the beach. It's the only place I could do it. So this is where we're stuck at today. Very professional. Very nice. excited about it. Uh, before we get to the trending topics, I must share this with the Lord Evan Zentar and, and everybody watching. I was walking down the boardwalk. I'm not going to lie. It was late at night. The kids were in bed. I had a drink or two. I went to get a slice of pizza. And I'm walking down there, and this guy stops me. He goes, bare knuckle, bare knuckle. He saw my T-shirt. Nice. Uh, yeah, go in. It's the owner of Oxygen. Uh, he owns like the rock and stuff too. He was part of uh, the law of the goat. I met him at one of our events. He was filming. And Evan, he shouted you out too. He said he always sees that Lord Evan around this area too. I don't know if Evan well, can come to me though. Who was it? What was his name? Uh, I didn't get his name, but Johnny? he was super cool. It was probably Johnny. Might have been Johnny. He, he, he was super cool. I talked to yeah. him about bare knuckle. He was telling me everything yeah, Johnny, he wanted to see. He, he videos for the, uh, the law of the goat guys down there. That's him. Yeah, that's, that's him. He was boy. so cool. Shout out to Johnny if you're listening. He's a very talented uh, video guy. Wait, so he owns a pizza shop or or no? If you're in Wildwood on the boardwalk, first of all, I'm going to get to Dave Portnoy and what a moron he is in a minute because oh, Max oh, okay. is way better than Sam's. I love Dave Portnoy, but how dare he say that Max Pizza is not as good as Sam's. Sam's to me is trash. That's just me. That's how I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, let us know in the comment section how you feel. But um, he owns Oxygen, I think The Rock, and a couple other stores and uh, he, he said that, yeah, he, he knew all about BKFC. He, like, stopped conversation and ran across the boardwalk. And we talked for, like, 15 minutes. That's Super cool. nice guy. So I just wanted to shout him out. It's always nice to get recognized, and, and not even me, the organization. Uh, but a lot of stuff to get to today, Rob. And I have my Tito's and Tiger here, so you have to keep me on track. In my French press, by the way, because the place I'm running doesn't have any good thing to drink out of. So I had to put it in a French press and drink. That's nice, man. That's fancy. College. It's college again. All right. So a lot of stuff going on today, Rob. Very exciting. I can't gaze deeply into your eyes. So I'm going to gaze into the the viewer's eyes here. And I'm going to say to you that we have Jake Paul versus Tyrone Woodley. We're going to go over the result along with how much they made, which might shock you if you don't know that. We're going to talk about Total Line UK. We got heavyweight fight that has been announced, maybe. Uh, maybe something coming up for New York they're talking about. That's interesting. Uh, Bare Knuckle Ranking Committee. We've been talking about this for a while, getting the rankings. I'm still a little in the dark on this. Rob, maybe you know more. We'll have Sean Altridge on. He's uh, going to join us live to discuss the top five, top five heavyweight rankings. That'll be awesome. And then also uh, we have Dakota Cochran, one half of the BKFC 21 main event coming up. And we're going to talk more about BKFC 21. A lot to get into today, Rob, as I sit here in my room in Wildwood when I could be in the sunshine, but I love you. So let's talk about uh, a deep dive, a little take on the Jake Paul versus Tyrone Woodley. Did you watch? I did watch. I watched the entire fight, man. I know you're on vacation. You get, did you get a chance to uh, check it out at all? I was running around. I followed on Twitter and I followed, I kept getting updates, like live updates, and I saw what was going on. And it, it seemed interesting to me. It almost made me want to watch more, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I didn't get a chance to see it yet, but I've read all about it. And uh, I'll tell you right now, I think that coming up here in a couple minutes, we should be talking about who Jake Paul's next fight should be about. And we'd love to hear from you in the comments section about that. And Rob, I'd love to hear that from you. But before we get into that, let's just break down the fight real quick. Your thoughts on the fight. I was impressed. And this might be an unpopular opinion. Um, He is a very polarizing person in the YouTube community, social media community, and now the combat sporting community. Let's call it what it is. He's, he's 4-0. He's beat Ben Askren. He's beat Tyrone Woodley. Um, Now we can talk about, we can talk about when he took a very hard shot 
and the ropes kept him up. That could have gone either way, meaning the decision for the ref to say he was knocked down because the ropes were keeping him in uh, standing. That's a tough call, man. I'm I'm 50-50 on that, but I do think that he did win the fight. Um, he, he looked impressive, man, and it's doing a lot for combat sports. It's getting more eyeballs on combat sports in general, on boxing, um, and I'd like to see, you know, what's what's next for him. So you would say that uh, as a consumer of the event, outside of being a bare-knuckle employee and enjoying sports, just a consumer of the event, you enjoyed it top to bottom? Yeah, it was, it, was, it was very entertaining, man. It was very entertaining. I'll put it like this. You know, Floyd Mayweather, one of the best to ever do it. His fights are absolute snorefests. They just are. And he's a master, master tactician, if that's even a word, <laughs> of not getting hit. That's his forte. He knows the science and the art, and he's a master boxer. He is. He is a the professional boxer. I won't take that away from him, but, you know, call it like I see it. He puts on boring shows. If they're not entertaining, this was. I enjoyed it. I liked watching it, and I'd like to see what happens next. I'd like to see where, you know, if there is going to be a rematch and, and what happens within that. Yeah, there's got to there's be talk of a rematch for, for how that and if there is no rematch, what's the next fight for Jake Paul? I mean, some people are saying it might be Logan Paul. That's way too soon. They got to build that, build that, get money. Come on, the mm-hmm. brothers. Some people saying, like you said, the rematch. We'd like to see that. Floyd Mayweather, ah, eh, you know, uh, Conor McGregor. I think that's the end game here um, for for Jake Paul, and I think that that's where he's going to make most of his money. So I don't think we see that soon. Um, but I mean, what do you want to see the rematch? I guess. I mean, those are the four. I mean, you you just said it. I think those are the four hot fights to make. Either I think he fights Conor McGregor, Floyd Mayweather, his rematch. I don't know if there's a clause in it for that. I personally, you know, I really don't want to see it. It was an entertaining fight, but do I want to see a rematch? No. Uh, maybe a Nate Diaz. <laughs> you know, I think Nate Diaz probably knocks him out in two rounds. But um, and that, and I think the super fight that comes about is versus, you know. Versus brother. I think that's the super brother. I'd watch that. I feel like anybody, even outside of being a fight fan, would want to see that. It's 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 real life. It's selling. Mm-hmm. Everyone's been brother versus sister, brother versus brother. There's, there's family rivalries, and it can become real. So I think that'd be a lot of fun to watch and fun to see how they'd promote it because they're both kind of crazy and sane in their own way. But uh, we got a lot to cover because we have Sean Aldridge coming up for the BKFC heavyweight rankings. We have Dakota Cochran coming on later, one half of the BKFC 21 main event. So Let's just get through uh, and talk. Oh, yeah. The last thing about uh, uh, Evan was talking to this about me before. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Evan was talking to me about this before we went on the air. Uh, uh, what were the salaries for the event? Where are the purses? Ching, ching, ching. Two million for Jake Paul. Two million for Tyrone. And I not- and please correct me if I'm wrong out there in the uh, the world of combat sports. It's probably Tyrone's biggest payday, if not a combination of three to four fights of his largest payday. And this doesn't include any kind of back-end pay-per-view buys and, okay. you know, and incentives on top of their, you know, the salary that was uh, put out by, um, uh, what was that fighting site that was put out? I, I, I'm drawing a blank right now, but uh, they actually put out the official numbers. So well, I know we have Sean coming up in the waiting room here, so we'll get to them in a, him in a minute. But before we do, uh, we're going to talk about the heavyweight rankings. It's going to be exciting to uh, be able to speak with Sean. Uh, and, you know, I, I want to talk really quick about some stuff I was seeing online about Toe the Line UK. Now, we've seen the UK fighters come over to BKFC, uh, and Tyler Goodjob put on an excellent fight, but he didn't win. I feel like a lot of times the UK fighters are waiting for one to come over and really, really wow us. So we were looking at Toe the Line UK for that. Uh, I think the fights, as you were saying, Rob, were solid. 
there were some issues that, I mean, let's call it what it is. Uh, it looked like not really our fault, I don't think, but it looked like production issues or something you were talking about. Yeah, and that's what I really, I can't wrap my head around because different countries have different restrictions. Are the camera crew, are they allowed on the apron? You know, what what's going on with that? Their fighters are, you know, they're tough as nails, man. I, I was watching them, and again, you know, production aside, which, you know, that's something that you can always fix. You can fix production. But can you fix the skill set of a fighter? Can you fix, you know, just bad fights? I thought they were great fights. I'd like to see some of these fighters come over, you know, come over to the United States. And with the current lockdowns, though, I don't think that's going to be something that's going to be in the very near future. I think we have to uh, sit back and kind of marinate and wait and uh, get through what we're going through. And uh, That's the way, though. I feel like we can't always bring a 1,000 U.K. fighters over for BKFC. So if you're interested in the U.K. scene, you can check out things like Total Line UK. And when we do stuff like that, it'll give you a little more of a taste of it. That's uh, BKFC.com. Of course, you want to get involved and uh, get your four ninety nine down, man. Have some fun with it. Uh, I know Benjamin, who's a big fan, uh, he started his own podcast, the kid that we met at the um, the last show. He uh, he was saying that he wasn't sure. He's, you know, his kid doesn't have a lot of money, and they put that four ninety nine down, and he was like, wow, man. Four ninety nine down. He's like, this is the best money I ever spent in my life. He was very excited talking about. It. I heard him on the uh, Mission Accomplished podcast. Yeah, he uh, hit me up on. I'm sorry to cut you off, Brian. He actually hit me on, up on social media, so I want to definitely give a shout out to him. He's awesome. He, they just started their own podcast, which was you know, boys, baby. yeah, I love it. I love it. And you know, big shout out to Big Ben. It's his birthday. Our number one super fan. Big shout out, Ben. Happy birthday, buddy. Hope you're enjoying it. Have a drink on me. I'll have a drink on you too. Happy birthday, Tears <laughs> and Tiger for everybody. Happy birthday to you. This is good times. Sean Altridge on the phone. We're going to get to you in a minute, buddy. Uh, we should talk one more thing. BKFC fight night announcement. This is a big deal, Rob. You want to take a little more of this? I mean, I know we're going to be launching the fight night series. It's awesome. We're all excited about it. Yeah. BKFC fight night is coming to New York city. Batten down the hatches. We are coming to New York city. This is going to be a barn burner in the heavyweight main event. And I hope, I hope this is, not in, all right. That's not New York City. So the producer just told me that I'm absolutely wrong. Stick your shoe in your mouth. There and everything falls off the tracks. Why would I every time? I know. So, uh, but BKFC fight night coming to New York City. Tickets are going on sale next week. Stay tuned for that BKFC. New York State. Yeah, same fucking thing, <laughs> no, man. No, that's a big difference. No, it's not, man. We're taking over New York City too. You tell De Blasio, we're coming, man. We're bringing the fighters. You tell the governor, you better bring in the armed services because BKFC is coming to town, brother. We're taking over. We're excited. We're taking over. So you know what we're excited about? Let me transition here. Be a professional broadcaster for a minute, Rob. We're going to transition to uh, Sean Aldrick on the phone with us. Sean, uh, we're excited uh, that you're here with us. Of course, we know uh, your work on Knuckle Up. Thanks for coming on today. How you doing, bud? I'm great, guys. How are you guys doing? Uh, good. We're good great. to see you, Sean. I got I got a teasing tiger. I'm on vacation in Wildwood, New Jersey. Rob has a nice button-down shirt. He looks very dap- dapper and handsome. He's doing well. Uh, but we're excited to have you on. I, I see your shirt, you know, promoting your brand as well. There it is. Got the knuckles on. The knuckles up. Love yes, you. Um, so you're representing the bare knuckle rankings committee. Now I'm going to be honest. I, I don't know a lot about this. I've been on vacation, so I'm learning a lot about this. I know that you're going to give your uh, heavyweight, the current heavyweight standings, the rankings. Um, can you tell us how this newly formed bare knuckle ratings committee is working? Like what's going on? Who's in it? So basically it started at a uh, knuckle up media. We were going to do our own rankings and uh, we noticed whenever a podcast, you know, shout out Josh first, he was doing it for a while, the rankings, um, you know, as soon as uh, someone disagrees or fans disagree, they like to say it's a fan 
based ranking system. Yeah. So we wanted to get a little bit more credibility. So we reached out to the other podcasters, you know, uh, the, you know, the smaller podcasters, not you big guys or anything. And we hit up uh, Joe Miggs from Bare Knuckle Freak, Mike oh. Hundled from Mish, uh, Josh Verse from Knucklepedia, and Dan Stevens and Mike Kanowski from BW Sports. We asked them if they'd be interested in it. We got together. We set up some rules. You know, we base it on recent activity, uh, fights only within the weight class, no prior records, only bare knuckle fights count. Um, and we do a voting system and we average it out, and that's how we get our, our rankings. That's awesome. I, I mean, we've been looking for this. I, I know we've released rankings on the show before, but now we have some context to it. And it's exciting because I know I know how into the sport you are. I've seen your posts on social media. And thank you for being so into the sport because, you know, we're all kind of in this together. Uh, Rob, you were excited about the rankings too. Now, we've been talking about this for a while because let's be honest, it's not only exciting to see where people are ranked for the fighters, you know, that helps them work even harder. But, you mm-hmm. know, gambling wise, that's important. The rankings, people look at these things. That's a lot on you. Rob, I mean, how do you feel about this new rankings thing we have going on here? Oh, man, I love it. I was watching it last night. I was so excited. I mean, the whole panel, just listening to them speak, and it's not like they're just you know, they're not talking out of their ass. They're bringing up legitimate, you know, statements about fighters records, um, why they're not, you know, uh, not ranked in certain divisions for a plethora of different reasons. So there's a lot of legitimacy to what they're saying. And, and, and I really enjoy it. So I wanted to dive in a little bit deeper. If we can, let's touch on the co-main event first, the heavyweights, and then we can get into the other rankings. Yes, sir. I'm excited for the heavyweights too. I mean, uh, what, what do you want? Let's go backwards. I guess you ranked the top five, right? Yeah, yeah, we stuck it to uh, top five. All right, let's start. Uh, I'm ex- I'm so excited about this. Rob and I were talking about this. So number five, where are you at with number five? I'll do your drum roll for you. Uh, go ahead. Number five was a little toss up in the group, but we decided to go with Jay Fish. You know, he's recently two and zero at heavyweight. We know he dropped down recently against Hero, but. Uh, we haven't, I haven't really heard him say he's fully committed to staying there. And, uh, he, you know, I, I think he did uh, his power translated better at heavyweight. Rob, uh, what are your thoughts? Jay Fish, number five. Yeah, I mean, we're coming off of his loss. And, yeah, and that's one of the things is, is Jay Fish, does he belong in the heavyweight? He's going to hop, hop around divisions. I would like to see more solidity, if that makes sense, uh, that fighters stay in certain divisions. But, you know, the, when the money comes and, and the fighters call each other out, you know, completely understand they want to hop divisions they want to take on you know the the challenging opponents and it, it happens in combat sports it's happening in boxing it's hopping in mma so i get it i understand it um but as a fan i would love to see more growth in each division and really solidify those divisions by kind of like you know uh keeping the fighters in there if that makes sense brian I agree 100%. It's cool, you know, once in a while you want to see a fight, you really want to see somebody who's up or down, you know, a couple of pounds. I understand that. But I, I like to keep them on Division Two because that's where they're going to grow. That's where we're going to see the growth. That's where guys like Sean and his whole crew there doing all the rankings, it's going to make it better from the rank, too. So we're looking forward to that because I'd imagine, you know, you get a win uh, in cruiserweight or something like that, and you go to another place, it doesn't even make sense. You're like, okay, but these aren't the same thing. So I agree, Rob. Uh, I'm sorry I'm speeding through this. I'm just excited. Number four. Where are we at with number four, Sean? Who do we have for number four? Here's your drum roll. <laughs> Go ahead. I think Evan's got one. And we got Dylan Kleckler. At oh. number three and oh, three knockouts. Uh, I, I I love the work he's doing. I'd like to see him step it up, maybe against the top five opponent next, and uh, maybe we can see about moving him up there. 
Yeah, Kleckler, Kleckler, a great spot, number four, and, and I agree. He does a little more. We see a little more out of him. We need to see that, but I, I think he can climb those rankings pretty quickly. Rob, where are you at with number four for one Dylan Kleckler? Can, can you show the uh, the uh, graphic one more time? I think I have Kleckler, Kleckler excuse me, a little bit higher if I could take a look at the uh, the full graphic on where everyone's falling at because I definitely have him above. Uh, yeah, but if you show the graphic right now, Rob, it hmm, blows up. Honestly, I think Dylan Kleckler – you know, again, this is this is the ranking as it as it stands right now, and I understand where it is, but I, I would have, I would have Kleckler above Shoemaker, because um, Shoemaker just you know suffered his uh, that loss. You know, we'll see with Burns. You know, I, I don't even see Josh Burns on here at all. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I would have Kleckler. I would have Kleckler as second. Uh, O'Bannon third. Yeah, that that would be my pick. I, w- I would switch Kleckler and Shoemaker. And why sure. would you do that, Rob? So I want to know. Because I tend to agree mm-hmm. with what the Knuckle Up guy, let me take myself here. The Knuckle Up guy said that um, Bobo has faced a lot stiffer competition. I mean, he's fought a lot of our top guys, which, you know, lends him to be a little bit higher ranked than Kleckler. Mm-hmm. Well, we don't have Frank. I don't see Frank Tate on there. So, well, like, like we said, we had to go off mm-hmm. bare knuckle records. Um, sure. Frank Tate's one and one. Uh, Josh Burns, um, we understand he has a, a British record, but um, recorded that as, as his uh, last fight, he was one and one as well. Um, and like they said, Bobo Bannon, he's four and two now. You know, he's got some pretty good wins. He's got Mike Kyle, fight of the night with uh, Zach Kalmus, and then an awesome performance against Rumsey. And basically, we looked at it as, you know, it's basically the same competition level we saw Kleckler winning against, but Bobo had four fights four knockout wins compared to the three. That's how we outranked him over Kleckler. Shoemaker, we kept at number two because, you know, he just lost to the champ. It was, you know, it's a loss, but it's a loss to the champ, and it was a great fight, went to decision. Um, And then number one, obviously, Arnold Adams. Mm. I think with his resume, it's hard to put him anywhere else besides number one. No argument there. No argument whatsoever on that. I don't disagree with that either. I'll never disagree with anything with Arnold Adams. He's number one. (laughs) (laughs) Number one no matter what. And I, yeah, I take that mic. <laughs> and Sean, moving forward, I know that uh, you know com- bare knuckle combat sports in America is very new. You know, we're the we're the baby. You know, born in 2018. Now with the rankings and everything, and different organizations popping up, is this something that's going to include different fighters? Is this going to be just BKFC? Is it including you know anything overseas? Or how do you foresee this committee in the rankings moving forward? I'm not sure if you guys have discussed that or not. Well, right now we're looking at it as BKFC's rounding, you know, they're over 20 events. They're the easiest to rank. They're the easiest for us to follow their records, uh, so on and so forth. With the BKTV app, as you guys mentioned, you can go back and watch every fight, get every detail you need, every bit of stats that are provided. Sean, we do plan on – what's that? Where do you get the BKTV app at? BKTV.com. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. (laughs) I'm sorry. Head over to the App Store anywhere, get it. It's like they said, it's the best four ninety nine you'll ever spend. But uh, yeah, I mean, we we were primarily working right now with BKFC. If any other organizations want to open up their records to us, we'd be more than willing to look at it. All right, that's going to be awesome. Well, we're, we're looking forward to see what else. I mean, we saw the graphics up there. We started going through them. Rob has some uh, questions. Evan had some answers and questions, and and you know, everyone's kind of getting through this together. It's exciting for us to uh to see what's going to happen next and, and where you're going to be next and who you're going to be ranking next so we're looking forward to all that man and and before i let you go i have to ask you because again I, i've been down here in my own little family world for about a week so 
Uh, is there going to be available or did you do, is there a round table people can watch or we'd like to, you know, do something like that. That'd be cool. We are looking at after each event, after each BKFC event right now, that Tuesday, we will be live at 9 PM and you will get to see us talk about how the rankings got to be the arguments we had with each other. Cause the, if we went live each time, you guys would see like six hours of arguments. It's insane. Oh, I just hell out of each other. It'd be amazing. Yeah. Uh, well, we really appreciate you coming on, man. Uh, Sean Ulrich from Knuckle Up uh, Media and the head of the, I guess, the ranking committee now. So we're excited to see what you have. And we'll check back with you again real soon, man. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate your time. Just a quick shout out. I don't know if you guys saw this either. There's a World Bare Knuckle Council that's actually registered down Florida. I'm not sure exactly what's going on. I think they're trying to get like world rankings and stuff like that. So just want to give them a quick shout out too. We're not trying to step on anyone's toes. Hopefully maybe if you guys need a committee, hit us up. So uh, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for what you guys do. I saw the plug you guys gave us last week. I appreciate it a lot, but seriously, all of us watch you guys show every week, you know, we're catching up with you guys and there's no leak in the company, man. I just stay up on these fighters, social media. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we found it. We found it. <laughs> we know there's a leak in the company. Cause he said, there's no leak in the company. I promise you. I just, well, you know, my, guy, my guy told me I had to get you guys off his trail. So <laughs> <laughs> you should be in the mafia with Joe Miggs. You should be Italian like Sosha and Miggs. I didn't uh, say that was my guy, but you guys did. So. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Thanks for coming on, Sean. You're awesome, man. We appreciate you. Thank you, Sean. I appreciate it so much, guys. Thank you. I, thank you. I, I would listen to him say how great we were all day. I mean, that's awesome. That yeah. to like it <laughs> so, uh, Rob, I mean, there we had it, the rankings. Yeah. We went through the rankings, and uh, I think they did a pretty good job. I mean, th that's a hard thing to do. Nobody wants to slight anybody. You mm -hmm. want to give the fans the best rankings and, and the people that are gambling the best rankings you can, and you got a really good uh, – we have a really good panel for that, so I'm excited to see where the rankings end up. It'll be cool to look at them. But that's something I think we've needed to do more of, so I'm glad we're doing it now. Yeah, I think it's amazing. Like I said, I, th those guys are doing a great job. They're taking their time out of their day. They're analyzing their sport. They're putting the love into, <clears throat> excuse me, they're putting love into BKFC and, and combat sports in general. How could you not love that? That's awesome, man. So, you know, keep up the great work, guys. And, and I would love to see an international, like, you know, there's these, you know, leagues in UK, leagues in Russia, there's leagues throughout the world. And they're put, you know, they've got some really legitimate fighters out there. So I'd love to see how they would rank. And he makes perfect sense. We have the biggest resume as it stands right now, 20 plus live events. Um, and so we're kind of the easiest to rank our fighters. I would love to see an international ranking as well and have the best of the best, man. I mean, that's what people want to see, right? The best fighters fighting from around the world. Yeah. And I think that we're on our way to doing that. And I think that stuff like you're saying there, that can even help the fans enjoy more. And look, we say it all the time, Rob, we're not just company guys. I mean, it's not like we're just making a million dollars to do this. It's not like we're just making a payday. I believe everything I say, you believe what you say, and we're fans too. So we get excited about these things. Uh, is the chat, I'm curious because I can't see the chat today, but uh, I wonder how they're reacting to the rankings. Uh, just say in the chat if you agree or don't agree and, and let us know uh, who you would rank differently. We'd like to see that. A lot of times, I'll be honest with you, when the shows are over, I'll go back and rewatch them just for the comments and I, and I look at the comments to see what you're saying. So just because I can't answer them now or Rob can't answer them now, we do read them. So make sure you keep commenting. And what should they do? They should smash what, Rob? Smash that subscribe button. We didn't sing. We didn't sing this week, so you can splash the. Uh, Come subscribe. I'm not even. I'm not even really drunk. I'm just tired. Isn't this weird? <laughs> I can't even phrase sentences. It's worse than normal. 
Uh, all right. So what else do we have to get to today? I know we have Dakota Cochran coming up one part of the BKFC 21 main event that's coming up in Omaha, Nebraska. As we open mm-hmm. Nebraska up, we're excited about that. Uh, he's going to take on the Marine Mike Richmond and we've seen Mike Richmond fight before. We know what he's all about. Uh, he fought Marcel, Marcel stamps. We have some questions involving that Dakota Cochran. We've seen him too. I mean, Chris Lieben unanimous decision. I believe it was, uh, that, that's no slouch to win win against him he beat tyler vogel who we've seen tyler vogel do the six rounder with jake boswick mm-hmm. so another a uh, good fighter so he's got a nice resume uh and i'm excited to see what he has to say uh just where his mentality is right now heading into that bout of course bkfc.com if you want to grab the bare knuckle television app also you can see sam shoemaker versus josh burns we had josh burns on last week rob and he was pretty fired up man Dude, he, he was living he was livid. If you didn't, if you did not get a chance to catch that, and I, I don't think I've ever plugged a previous show, but please go back, listen to what he says about Sam Shoemaker. I've never heard anyone say anything negative about Sam, but boy, man, there's some, there's some bad blood between these two. Something must have rubbed him the wrong way or something. Because you're right. I mean, Josh is okay to me. He's always been cool. Sam's cool. Mm-hmm. Sam's like a really nice guy. Everyone loves Sam, but Josh was heated. I mean, I don't think. I mean, we've seen like Palomino Allers. We've seen intensity like that. We've seen good John Palomino. That gets intense, that kind of stuff. We've seen other intense fights as well. But this just seems to me like it's very personable. Uh, I I think they've had words in the past. Mm -hmm. So uh, if we can get them together for a face-off or face-to-face like we're talking about, uh, that might be fireworks. I'm kind of nervous to even officiate that. Incredible. The last time that somebody made Josh Burns angry, it didn't fare too well for them. You know, he, he oh, no, absolutely annihilated. Yep. And he, he took care of Chris Sorrow. Last I heard Chris Sorrow, I don't know if this is still the case, but apparently they've made nice and they were training together a little bit too. That's so, true. I mean, maybe maybe they'll uh, that'll change Josh's game up. You got the hammer Mark Coleman, his mentor with him. Uh, it's why he's the hammer Josh Burns. And then you got the hillbilly hammer Sam Shoemaker. It's the mm-hmm. battle of the hammers if you think about it. Uh, they're both going to hit hard. <laughs> <laughs> and they're both going to go. And especially when it's like it very personal like this. Again, bkfc.com, the Bare Knuckle Television app. And Rob, we have a lot more to get to, but let's pause for the cause. This is Quentin the Hero Henry. If you're watching the BKFC show, sit your ass down and stay right there. Tiger Life is not about race or religion, black or white, young or old, male or female. It's not about where you live or where you're from. It's about finding your why in life. Tiger Life is a way of life. It's a purpose, a light, the future. We all have a story to tell, so let's tell it. It's time to be heard. Just remember, we may not be able to rewrite our story, but we sure as hell can change the ending. Tiger Life. Energy never tastes it so good. Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship makes its Nebraska debut Friday, September 10th. Watch as Dakota Cochran goes to war with the Marine Mike Richmond in the main event. Plus, heavy hitters collide as Sam Shoemaker and Josh Burns knuckle up. And Houston Alexander takes the gloves off in his BKFC debut. Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship 21, Friday, September 10th, 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific, only on Bare Knuckle TV. Download the app at BKFC. That we just saw reminded Rob and I, we were very excited. We were jumping around and then squealing like schoolgirls. We were so happy about that promo because we're so excited for the the event coming up. (laughs) And Houston Alexander uh, making his BKFC debut. This guy's been around, not only, by the way, not only fighting, we talk about that in a minute, Rob, but Mm -hmm. he also, after my own heart, a radio DJ. I believe he goes by Hmm. the name Strongarm. What a good DJ name. If you were a DJ name, excuse me, if you were a DJ, what's your name, Rob? 
my gosh. If you were a DJ, what would your name be, Rob? There we go. Rob. <laughs> DJ Rob, I hate <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I, I'm terrible. I tried DJing 10 years ago. It was, it was an absolute disaster. So I'll never try that again. Sure, you were the, the bee's knees, as they say. You were, you were probably the cat's meow up there with your microphone saying, get up, get up, put your hands in the air. Is that you, Rob? Is that what you're doing? Yeah, the DJ left to, to go use the bathroom, and I was supposed to mix something out. The, the music stopped. Everyone turned around and started staring at me. It was like a 1,000 people. I was like, uh, yeah, not good. Not a good look, man. Oh, shit. <laughs> is, it, is it the adult film star name or whatever that's your, your middle name and your street address or your first head or something? What would that be for you? Uh, Thomas Riverview. It's <laughs> not a bad one, man. I would be, I would be uh, Andy Adams. That was street I grew up on. I'd be, I didn't, I didn't name my fish Andy Fish. That'd be a good adult film star yeah. name. Evan, what would yours be? The Lord. The Hammer. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. That's I'm sure it would be. That's what I but, hear about. But you. Houston Alexander, man, that guy is no slouch to combat sports. He fought the, you know, basically the underground, the originator of BKFC, if you will, you know? The the, the legend himself. So, you know, he lost with, with uh, I believe Alexander lost that fight in UFC. Uh, the one and only, rest in peace, Kimbo Slice. Big shout out to my man out of Florida. You know. Hey, dude. Oh, yeah, but. he did that. I mean, he, he's, he said so many fights. Um, from talking to some of the radio people around, immediately uh, a name, especially in the area, that as soon as you said his name, you know, when I'm doing my radio buys for commercials and stuff, oh, yeah, we know him. What a good guy he is. What a tough guy he is. What, you know, they're excited to see him fight. So there's a lot, of, uh, a lot of talking going on around the Omaha area about him fighting. They're very excited about it. And, and to be a BKFC debut, it's always fun to watch a debut, not of just a, a newer guy or a newer woman that comes in from the tryouts or something, but in my opinion, someone that's been there, that's done that in other disciplines, fought in other places, because we get to see what it's like for them to actually get hit with a bare knuckle. Some people, I mean, you think they're really tough, but I don't want to say they crumble, but they kind of do. Some people just, they can't handle it, and that's the end for them. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see how Houston Alexander does. I don't think it's going to be all like, I'm ready for this, Houston, we have a problem. No, not going to happen. I think Houston's going to be just off, just fine. All right, a veteran in the sport. Absolutely. But, you know, he's got a mm, staring down West Combs, man. He's West Combs is no joke either, though. Yeah, yeah. So that, that that's going to be about, you know, I believe that's a future bout of the evening. So I'm, I'm excited for that. Yeah, I think a lot of people are. Uh, you're seeing a lot of talk. Uh, I haven't been on social media that much because I'm trying to just enjoy time with my family, which is very rare. Uh, but the little bit I've seen on social media, people excited for that fight. They're excited definitely for, like we said earlier, Shoemaker versus Burns, because that's personal. Everyone wants to see that, and those guys are going to mm-hmm. swing on each other. And then uh, Dakota Cochran, of course, with Marine Mike Richmond. Dakota Cochran coming on in a couple minutes. We're going to chat with him. Rob, there's so much to get into with Dakota Cochran. Uh, I mean, it, can, you, can you preview any of the questions so people know what to expect? And also, we invite you to drop your questions for Dakota Cochran. Start thinking now in the chat, and we'll try to work those in as well. We always try to when the producers put them up on screen. They always say, be careful of the quiet one. Right. And Dakota Cochran is one of the quietest fighters in combat sports. And if you look at his resume, you know, he beat Johnny Hendricks in a bare knuckle fight. He beat Chris Lieben. He beat Tyler Vogel. I mean, he's got some very solid wins. You know, he's got an extensive uh, MMA background. So he's been fighting for quite some time. Might not talk a lot, but again, it's the quiet ones you have to be you know, worried about the most. Bro, he gets paid to fight and he gets paid to talk. He'll talk when he gets on the radio. That's when he gets paid to talk. So he doesn't – I'm sorry. I'm talking about Houston Alexander still, but you're talking mm-hmm. about Dakota Cochran. 
he, he doesn't get paid to talk. He's out there to fight. That's what he's doing. He's going into fight. And we've seen it time and time again, because again, Dakota Cochran, you mentioned Jimmy Hendricks, or excuse me, Hendricks was the, Jimmy Hendricks, <laughs> Johnny Hendricks. The first fight, that's no slouch. That's his first bare knuckle fight. And we talked about it earlier, a win over Chris Levin, who's a tough customer, a bad dude. I, I mean, that guy is legendary. A win over him too, not just a win, a unanimous decision. So uh, this Dakota Cochran is a force to be reckoned with in BKFC. I'm excited. I believe this is his first main event. Uh, mm-hmm. He's earned it. Uh, excited to see Mike Richmond tangle, and I can't wait to talk to Dakota Cochran. Just to kind of get into his head, his mentality. I mean, I know he's got kids. He's got a family life. He, he's probably you know, so committed to bare knuckle from what I can see. Uh, and you don't, you get people that come in and out. This guy's committed and he's got a career, had a, a big career. And this is mm-hmm. just the start of it. What two fights in BKFC, three total in bare knuckle. I mean, he's only going up from here. I, I believe you said it was three and oh, right. He's undefeated. He's two and oh with BKFC three and oh total mm-hmm. uh, in, in bare knuckle. So he's fighting in front of his hometown. Some people thrive on this. Some people are super nervous for this. So that's one of the questions that I'd like to know is, does this energize you or are you a little bit nervous to, you know, me personally, I'll speak from a personal standpoint. If I fought in front of a hometown crowd, I would probably be more scared to lose because I would feel like I would lose, you know, not saying it would happen by any stretch that you, you have all your friends and family coming out to support you. You, oh, yep. you might feel like you let them down. Right. And again, I, I don't think that's, that's true by any stretch, but it's just the fear of letting down your friends and family that came out to support you would be, you know, would be a lot. So the thing is though, the way I look at it is uh, he's a fighter and look, no fighter is going to say they're going to lose or think they're going to lose, but mm-hmm. there's always got to be a little, little, little speck of doubt, maybe in the back of your head. And you're saying it could play, it could be good for him. It could play mind games. He comes in there and he, he worries too much. He thinks too much, or maybe he's too excited. You've seen that time and time again, fighters, are so excited they can't like get their composure. So there's a lot of things that could happen in a hometown crowd. And so that's always interesting. I love the debuts for the same kind of reason, because you never know how it's going to go. And I love the hometown crowd. Cause you would think it's a great thing. I would love to be in front of my hometown crowd, but you're right. If you, if, if you start to think too much, your mind plays games on you. And then what, you know, then you got to walk in with a little bit of self doubt. I don't think Dakota Cochran has a lot of self-doubt. We're going to find out in a couple minutes when we talk to him, though. I mean, the other thing is I, I did some research in Dakota a while ago because uh, mm-hmm. I thought I was going to interview him, and I had a weird question. I know that he went to uh, University of Nebraska at Kearney, so he's a very local guy in Nebraska, like you said. And he was a pole voter, and he ran a relay runner. So how do you go from being a pole voter and a relay runner to getting into combat sports? Like, that's what he was known for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, 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 that's a big switch from uh, high school and college into being a combat sports guy and what interests him in that. I mean, where's his head at? What are his keys to victory? There's so much to talk to, to go to Dakota about. Um, has he even, has he looked at his opponent's record? I mean, Mike Richmond might not have a, an extensive long BKFC bare knuckle career, but his MMA record is solid as can be, man. I believe it's like 18 and seven. So he's no slouch either in professional, you know, professional combat sports and, you know, they're both bringing decent records into a, uh, you well, know. I will say, I will say, uh, you know, MMA matters. I'm not saying it doesn't matter, but bare knuckle, like, mm-hmm. you know, completely different game. And if, if, uh, Dakota's had three fights, zero losses in the bare knuckle world so far. And, uh, my Marine Mike Richmond, he had one or two. Was the one against stamps? Uh, I believe it's two yeah, and he fought stamps. No, he had one BKFC fight. He mm-hmm. fought stamps and he also had a no contest in valor. Mm, there it is. Okay. And if you want to just, if I could just say, um, you can say, 
if I could weigh in here. Please um, weigh in, sir. Marcel Stamps, he, when he fought Joey Beltran, I mean, that went to what round? Round five or round four? I believe it was and, four. And, and he Mike was... Richmond put him away in round one. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's let me a lot of credit in. for Mike. It is, but let, let me step in here for a minute. Marcel Stamps, uh, when Mike put him away, it was a, uh, was it a, he won, but what was the stoppage? He couldn't fight. He hurt his neck or his back or something, Marcel. And then people were complaining that, you know, Marcel it was a shorter injury in- maybe. Yeah. But so, yeah, something, yeah, something along those. Yeah. So, yeah. There's always some kind of weird controversy. So, I mean, you can look at that too. Like was the same Marcel Stamps, you know, who knows? And, and that's a question we might ask Dakota Cochran. How does he feel about that? Because uh, he did make short work of him. And if it was the same Marcel Stamps, hey, Marcel Stamps might even be better. He might have trained even harder. He got through the heavyweight war with uh, Joey and comes back down and then fights Mike. So it could have been the best Marcel we've ever seen. Either way, you're, you're correct, Evan. Thank you for weighing in. That's a great thought. And we appreciate that. We put a stop to uh, Marcel Stamps, the swift one, very quickly. And uh, like we said, Marcel is no slouch. He went uh, pretty far with the heavyweight champion of the world, Joey Beltran. So a lot to get into with Dakota Cochran, as we know, he should be calling in any minute. Uh, before we get into anything else, I'm sorry, I'm jostling my mic all around. It's kind of a weird situation. If you're just tuning in, I'm on vacation here in Wildwood, and uh, I'm sitting in my kids' bunk beds here in like a used to be a walk-in closet. So a very weird setup. Rob has his beautiful button-down shirt on. Give Rob some love in the chat for the button-down shirt. He looks wonderful, dapper, and handsome. A stud muffin, if you will. Thank you to Coles for having this in stock. Greatly appreciate it. It fits very well. Dude, I made a joke the other day uh, to a young kid. I said, I said, hey, man, what'd you get that? Kmart Blue Ribbon Special? And then, no, sorry, Blue Ribbon was Tom Jones. Blue Light Special. <laughs> I was going to say Blue Ribbon, man. That's, that's the, uh, that local diner special over by our way. That's like two seventy nine for all that breakfast. Sounds so good. But no, I said, what's that? A Kmart Blue Light Special? And this kid looked at me. Didn't know Kmart. Didn't know Blue Light Special. <laughs> I curled up and old. The joke backfired on me. Oh, man, that's no good. That's never good, is it? Oh man. And, and it's just funny. Cause I'm seeing that more and more as I, as I interact with younger kids, I don't think I'm that old, but sometimes you say something, they just don't get the reference. Does that ever happen to you, Rob? As we wait for Dakota Cochran to hop on here? Well, uh, sometimes I've got nieces that are a little bit younger. So I try to stay up with the, uh, the lingo, the best that I can. And, you know, sometimes when I stay, say some stuff, it will sound, know. it will make me, it will put my uh, age in place. They're like, you shouldn't be saying that you're way too well, old to be saying that. You have a cool word I can learn today where you can teach us. What's that? It's a cool word that I could learn. I want to learn coolness if you know coolness. Yeah, I know. I, I know. It, it's called the milk crate challenge. So just oh, all Lord. you have to do is engage in that. If you haven't heard about it, just be like, yes, I'm all in. Bro, the milk crate challenge. I wanted to do that. With oh, us. you know about it. Darn. I don't want to <laughs> die. I'm the milk crate challenge because I don't want to die. And the funny thing is like five years ago, I would have done back flips off that thing. Now I'm like, these people are falling. I don't know. You know, people are worried about hospital and COVID. And, you know, if you haven't, I'm sorry. That's terrible. And, mm-hmm. But. They should worry about milk crate challenges in the hospital. I mean, those rough balls, man. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I got nothing on that, buddy. I used to do some stupid things when I was younger, jumping out of, uh, you know, jumping out of um, shopping carts and jumping out of cars moving. Wasn't the smartest kid. Oh, roofs are fun. I don't know why. My knees hurt me now. Uh, so <laughs> as we're waiting for Dakota Cochran to come on here, I, I'm curious in the chat. This isn't bare knuckle talk, but I like getting to know you more and find out what you, what you have to say more. As far as like stupid stuff you did when you were younger, or if you've tried the milk crate challenge yet, and how'd it go for you? The milk crate challenge, me, no go, not going to do it because uh, I don't want to die. And you know, I, I saw it was funny. I saw at the store the other day they were actually selling those crates for like a dollar a pop. They had a big display out front of the dollar store. I've never seen that before. <laughs> I thought they were free, man. You can just head to. Never mind. I won't even say where you can get them for free. <laughs> I can't say. I can't say. So. 
Also, uh, very, very excited because Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship, we're doing all kinds of, of cool stuff, and you're going to see a lot of that on the app. We're going to actually gear up and do some more stuff on the app. BKFC.com, $4.99 a month. If you don't have that money, dig in your couch cushions. If you still don't have that money, don't have a cup of coffee for one or two days, and then you'll have that money. It's for a whole month. I mean, it's insane, the deal. We do the ungloved, the, the fight camp ungloves, where, ungloved where you can see the lead-up to what's happening. We do face-to-faces. We might be doing one of them with Sam Shoemaker and Josh Burns coming up. We're very excited about that. We do everything. Um, we do the tryouts. The tryouts, I saw some of the footage uh, from the Florida tryouts. Kid Gotti down there, he was a special guest. We saw a lot of people down there. The dude uh, that owns Fusion Sports Water, CBD mm-hmm. Sports Water, he tried out. He said it was one of the hardest things he's done. I saw him saying that. And also, uh, I, I've seen, I saw a lot of people. Uh, I saw there's actually a, um, I can't remember, I can't remember the name. I'm sorry. There, there was actually a lot of people there. There was a little, I don't know, it was controversy. They were asking, I saw on social media, there was a transvestite that showed up and, and tried out. And people were in the middle about who, if, if they get through who they should be fighting. I don't know how good this person was, so I can't comment on that. But, you know, our arms are open to anybody that wants to try out. And if you're good enough, you're going to get on. There's no discrimination. You're a good fighter. You're a good fighter. And that's, uh, what, you know, and that's what we're looking for. We're looking for some of the best fighters there are. I think we're going to be reconnected. Brian, I'm not sure if you're, you know or not, but we're going to be restarting uh, the system so we can get Dakota Cochran on. We're going to get Brian Socha back on. So if we lose you, we'll get you back. If not, I'm going to just blankly stare at the, uh, the camera the entire time. This is my last day at BKFC. Everyone has a first, last day, and this is mine. <laughs> we're actually going to roll commercial really fast so we can get everyone back uh, and reset for accepting me into your family, ladies and gentlemen, before they execute me and send me off to nothing. Tiger Life is not about race or religion, black or white, young or old, male or female. It's not about where you live or where you're from. It's about finding your why in life. Tiger Life is a way of life. It's a purpose, a light, the future. We all have a story to tell, so let's tell it. It's time to be heard. Just remember, we may not be able to rewrite our story, but we sure as hell could change the ending. Tiger Life. Energy never tasted so good. Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship makes its Nebraska debut Friday, September 10th. Watch as Dakota Cochran goes to war with the Marine Mike Richmond in the main event. Plus, heavy hitters collide as Sam Shoemaker and Josh Burns knuckle up. And Houston Alexander takes the gloves off in his BKFC debut. Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship 21, Friday, September 10th, 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific, only on Bare Knuckle TV. Download the app at BKFC.com. Tiger Life is not about race or religion, black or white, young or old, male or female. It's not about where you live or where you're from. It's about finding your why in life. Tiger Life is a way of life. It's a purpose, a light, the future. We all have a story to tell, so let's tell it. It's time to be heard. Just remember, we may not be able to rewrite our story, but we sure as hell could change the ending. Tiger Life. Energy never tasted so good. Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship makes its Nebraska debut Friday, September 10th. Watch as Dakota Cochran goes to war with the Marine Mike Richmond in the main event. Plus, heavy hitters collide as Sam Shoemaker and Josh Burns knuckle up. And Houston Alexander takes the gloves off in his BKFC debut. Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship 21, Friday, September 10th, 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific, only on Bare Knuckle TV. Download the app at BKFC.com.
Yeah, I don't know, Rob. Uh, they restarted. I think I'm back. Am I back? Am I You're alive back, again? man. They got the pedals out, the paddles, and they shocked me back to life. Uh, I, I think if you're looking at the bunk beds, Rob, I think you were asking me that before we went mm -hmm. on the air. I, I don't know. And Wildwood, it seems like everyone has bunk beds. It, it just, you know, my kid, as soon as we got here, got on the top bunk bed. He's three, and he tried to, <laughs> he tried to jump on the bed, and he smacked his head on the ceiling. <laughs> See? He tried to jump on the bed. So that was a quick lesson. Nice. Dakota Cochran coming on in a couple minutes. Very excited to talk to him. Uh, BKFC21 ahead of that. I know you've been watching and listening. You can check us out on Spotify if you just want the listening version of this as well. You can get that if you're driving or something. You don't want to see the video. The BKFC show, hit that up. Uh, I know some people listen there as well. And uh, we're excited. Dakota Cocker is taking on Mike Richmond, the Marine. And to be a Marine, you have to be mentally tough. We talked about this uh, last time when we had Mike Richmond uh, ready to fight for us. It's, it's a mental toughness that uh, some people don't have. So now you have to be tough to be a fighter. And then on top of that, a Marine. Mm -hmm. And I, I believe that brings uh, some mental toughness to his game and probably physical toughness too. Because I mean, Marines are Marines. Let's be honest. It, it, it's got to bring him some, some, uh, not the word clout, but it's got to bring him some, um, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. There, there's clout to it, the few, the proud, and there's a reason why there's they're the few and the proud. It's because it's a very difficult, difficult test, difficult fortitude. Just being in a mental and physical state to become a Marine is uh, it's hard as hell, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, and, and we respect all the service members and want to shout them out, uh, you know. 100%. Thank you, thank you, thank you for what you do for us and, and what you've given us. And some of you have given your lives, and I don't mean to make this political, but we know what happened recently in Afghanistan. I'd like to mention those 13 that um, are no longer with us and thank them for that. Uh, it's it's deeply, the, it's the biggest gift they could ever give us, and they sacrificed it themselves. So we, we really, really, really appreciate you guys. Yeah. Um, it's cool to be patriotic. Don't think it's not. I think it's really cool to be patriotic. And that's why we're excited to find out, too, what Dakota Cochran's going to say here about his opponent, Mar Marine Mike Richmond. I think Dakota's getting ready to come on here and, in a couple seconds, I see these in our virtual green room. And uh, when the producers give us the, the go-ahead, you'll hear them, Rob. I won't. Just let me know. I'm going to take a sip of my Tito's and Tiger. All right. Well, we have him right now, Brian. So we're going to bring in Dakota Cochran. Dakota, can you oh, hear us, buddy? Yeah. Yep, I can hear you just fine. What's up, Dakota? How are you? Oh, not too bad. Not too bad. Just uh, working away. I must say that I'm excited for you uh, for so many reasons. And, and we'll get into a lot of these reasons. Rob has a ton of questions too, but I'm excited for you because we've seen you around for a while. We've seen your fights. We've seen what you've done. I mean, Chris Lieben, no joke. You win that unanimous decision. Um, also Tyler Vogel, we've seen him go to war with guys like Jake Boswick. He's, he's not a slouch. You beat him. So uh, your road to the main event has to be exciting professionally as a fighter. You're now in the main event for BKFC 21 against Marine Mike Richmond going to be a tough challenge going to be fun to watch but i mean as a fighter that's got to feel good for you you've kind of climbed the ladder now you're in the main event spot uh how does that feel yeah it's uh it's good i've been uh been ha i have a lot of years of experience and i beat a lot of tough guys and i i try to be uh pretty excited i always try to finish a fight so no matter who it is i'm, I'm gonna try to finish it and uh, get out of there as quick as i can that's a good plan. That's a good plan. And, you know, I, I kind of want to talk, like I said, Rob's got a ton of questions too, but I just want to start with your early life. This is a question that is interesting to me uh, before we get into the nuts and bolts of the fight scene. It looks to me like you were a pole vaulter and a, and a relay runner as well. Was that in college? Yeah. Yep. I was uh, actually all American uh, pole vaulter in college. And uh, yeah, I, I did the relays just for fun, just to help out the team. But I was, that wasn't my bread and butter. Uh, pole vault was for sure. 
So how do you go? I mean, I was a track and field guy too. I did high jump. I never did pole vault. It always looked like a lot of fun. Nice. But how, <laughs> the Fallsbury flop, right? Remember this? Uh, so, so how do you go about uh, from track and field to combat sports or were you doing combat sports all the time? I mean, it's a big difference. You're in bare knuckle now from pole vaulting. How does that yeah. click in your brain? Yeah, for sure. Um, well, I wrestled in high school, so I have, uh, I have that experience. Um, I was, I placed the state, you know, I was a decent wrestler, but not, not that great. But, uh, then I was, uh, I was, I was bored during a, I think I had a semester off of track and I was bored. I wanted to do something. So, uh, I just started MMA for self-defense just in case I ever did get in a fight. I didn't want to get my ass kicked. So I want to be able to protect myself and whoever I was with my family or, you know, my girlfriend at the time or whatever it was. But, uh, yeah, that's really how I started. And then after I think like six months of training, I, I had my first fight. My coach asked me if I was ready and I was like, uh, if you think I am, I'll, I'll try it. And <laughs> I, I knocked, I think I knocked him out in 20 seconds. So after that, I was hooked, man. I'd say you were ready knocking him out in 20 seconds. Uh, look, I could talk to you all day. I have other questions too. I don't want, want to monopolize the whole thing because no, Rob's excited to have you on. He's a fan of yours as well. Rob, I mean, anything you have, please let the questions rip. Jump in here. I know we're in different studios or I'm in a bedroom. You're in a studio uh, on vacation here. But yeah, anything you have, it's hard to communicate with you, Rob. So please. Yeah, so your transition to MMA. Now, fast forward, your transition into the world of bare knuckle fighting. How did you get into it? Uh, it was kind of... It's kind of a crazy story, I guess. Crazy deal. We love crazy um, stories, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I just got uh, I got a call from shit. I think I can't remember Tyler or something. I, I got a call about this about uh, bare knuckle uh, for a different promotion, and uh, it was the it was a, the promotion that didn't pay their fighters. Basically, I mm. I was set to fight. In that fight, I was supposed to fight somebody else, but then Johnny Hendricks' opponent fell out. Uh, so I, I was like, "Fuck, I'll, I'll, I'll fight him. I don't care." So I went up there, and Johnny accepted the fight, and I met him like the night before weigh-ins or something like that. And he said, "Good to go." So I was like, "Hell yeah, let's go, man!" And standing next to him, I was like, "I'm gonna beat his ass." I don't know why, but I had this feeling that I was just going to whoop the shit out of him. Uh, so then the night of the fight, uh, I ended up stopping him in the second round. I think I broke his nose or something. Um, but then uh, on, on on the way to the fight, actually, I was talking to Julian Lane because he was on the, the same card. And he was talking about David uh, Feldman and how the B he was thinking about signing with the BKFC after this. And so I kind of, had that little bug in there, um, at, like beforehand, but okay. after the fight, I think, uh, then I, I, I can't remember if I reached out to David or, uh, he reached out to me. I, I can't remember, but yeah, as soon as I got hooked up with BKFC, it was an actual legit promotion and it was great to talk to David and, and get to know him. And yeah, that's pretty much how, how it all went down. And and your first fight, your first fight, and please correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't initially scheduled with Chris Lee. I mean, I think it was like a five-day notice you took that fight on five days. Is that correct? Yeah, correct. Wow. I think we were working on trying to get a get a fight uh, scheduled, and then 
uh, David hit me up. He's like, hey, I know this isn't in your weight class. This is a tough opponent, but uh, I got this opportunity. Do you, do you want to take it? And I said, hell yeah. <laughs> so brave you, man, that's a brave man there. Uh, Rob, I have to ask just sure. to hop in really quick. So you took that on five days notice. You had done a, another bare knuckle fight before that. And, you know, you, you were trying to figure out, okay, did I want to sign with bare knuckle? And now I realize, okay, this is like a major organization. Now you have a wife and I think you have, what do you have? Three kids? Three kids. Yep. So wife and three kids, you're going to be fighting in Nebraska, which is your home area. So, I mean, were they down with this? Just, did the kids watch? Are they going to come to the event? Was your wife excited that you signed for bare knuckle? Where is she at with all this? I always like to find that out. Your family, man. I like to know that kind of stuff. Yeah, she uh, she was extremely scared. <laughs> she was extremely scared. My first one, and she hasn't been to a live bare knuckle fight yet. So she, her, and the kids have always watched it on the app. Uh, my my first, you know, my first few. So uh, they're they're gonna all be there. My kids will be there. Uh, obviously, family friends. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm kind of excited for my kids to be there and my wife to actually see it live. So, so Rob and I were talking about this earlier, and, and I want to pick your brain with this. You know, being in your home area, in your hometown, does that excite you more? Does that make you nervous? Does that play with mind games? Do you, do you just get it all out of your head? Like, you're fighting in front of your friends. You obviously don't want to lose at all, but especially in front of your friends and family. Uh, does that enter your mind? Does that play mind games with you at all? Uh, I mean, I've, I would be lying if it wasn't a little bit more pressure, but uh, I really... I really try not to think about it too much. Uh, the biggest thing is selling tickets. Uh, that's that's the hardest hardest thing. Um, so, my wife actually take care, took took care of all the tickets. I, I don't have to deal with any of that. So that's super nice. Um, so really, the only pressure is uh, you know not wanting to lose in front of them. But I'll tell you, it adds a lot of excitement whenever you start to hear DC chants like during the fight. Yeah, you guys, you guys will see. The, the DC chants are absolutely awesome. Yeah, I, I'm, I can't wait to hear these DCs because, you know, when there's a hot crowd, it always makes it a lot more fun. I, I know Rob mm-hmm. would concur with that statement. I know that you were saying, Rob, you're watching from home. Our last uh, fight in um, uh, the, the place we were just at, I'm so tired. I'm sorry. Where was the last place we just were? <laughs> oh, God, help me somebody. Biloxi, Mississippi. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, have, I have a week of vacation brain. I might have had a couple drinks, and it's all hitting me now. Uh, they, <laughs> so Biloxi. Biloxi mm-hmm. was hot. That crowd was on fire. Rob, you heard that on TV, too. So that can make electric. a huge difference. So if they're going to be doing the DC chance, we're looking forward to that. And, you know, I, I know Rob and I were also talking Rob, you can kind of piggyback off this and ask your question that we were talking about. Uh, you've seen Marcel stamps fight before. No, excuse me. You've seen, I'm screwing this all up. You've seen uh, your opponent, Mike Richmond fight before against Marcel stamps. And we were speaking about this, Rob and I a little earlier, and, and we were talking about, you know, with that fight, Evan said it as well. Marcel comes from a, a heavyweight war with Joey Beltran, and then Mike Richmond makes short work of him. Where do you think that comes in? I mean, is Marcel a better fighter at that point? Was Marcel trying to get a payday? Does that make Mike Richmond more nervous, uh, make you more nervous about Mike Richmond, uh, more apprehensive? Where are you at with that? No, I, I, I definitely think it's an impressive win on uh, Richmond's part. So it uh, makes it makes it uh, a little more exciting as far as, hey, I better be ready to go and have my shit together so I, I can come in and have a good showing against this guy. So, uh, but to be honest, no one is as scary as getting in the ring as Chris Levin. That motherfucker is huge, 
and uh, he is super intimidating. So pretty much everybody else, uh, I'm good. I'll be fine. <laughs> it was your litmus test. Now you're like, if I can do that, I can do anything, man. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, dude. He was he was uh, definitely intimidating. That's that's a hell of a of a test to have to walk into, especially with a little bit of notice. That's why I didn't realize it was only five days notice for you. I'm even more excited to watch you fight now. I can't wait to see what you're going to do, knowing you're walking into this war with Mike Richmond and and you're prepared for it. And another thing, Rob, again, mm-hmm. handle this one. We were talking about Mike Richmond being a Marine, how mentally prepared that might make him. Correct? That's what we were saying, Rob. Yep. Yeah, Mike Richmond being being the person that he is. I mean, there's there's going to be no stopping him moving forward. Have you changed or have you changed your game plan or your training regiment in general with your approach to mixed martial arts versus bare knuckle fighting? What makes you, I, I, my question is you, you are extremely successful in there. You're, you're great about not getting hit. And I, you know, I was analyzing a couple of your fights, you know, what, what's your secret to success? Uh, I guess trying to hit them as hard as I possibly can and not get hit. (laughs) (laughs) Love it, man. It's simple. I I make it simple, man. Like I, I don't worry about what he's going to do. I I try to focus on my game plan and what I need to do to him to, uh, to win, to get the W. So what do you need to do to him to win, to get the W? I mean, where are you at with that? If you can kind of peel the curtain back a little bit. Yeah. I need to hit him hard with my right hand. So we're going to have, it's going to be a battle. He wants to get the angle on me. I want to get the angle on him, you know, South Paul versus uh, Orthodox. So it's, uh, it's going to be a chess match and, and I'm very comfortable fighting South Paul. So I'm, I'm fine either way. If so, you, you know, I hate to say if I'm sorry to cut you off, Brian, but uh, I have to give, you know, respect to Mike Richmond, say that you do win this. What's next for you? Who would you like to see? Do you want to fight for the title? And if so, you know, what weight class do you, do you think you uh, would like to see? Yeah. E- either way, like if I win in a, a, a nice fashion or a knock them out or whatever, I, I don't think I shouldn't be fighting for anything but the title. So I've proven I, I beat some big names. I, I come to, I fight every time. There's no giving up. Mm-hmm. No matter what, I'm going to give you all I have in that in that ring. And uh, no matter who stands across me, I, I'm going to give a good show and, and do do the best I possibly can. But I beat a lot of a lot of tough guys and I'm, I'm going to come and fight no matter what. So it should be for the title for sure. Awesome. Awesome. Could not disagree with that at all. If you get this W, I think you should be right up there in uh, title contention as well. Anyone that you have your sights set on? Anyone that you think stylistically would make a great, you know, matchup for you or, you know, someone's mouth that you want to shut. You know, there, there is some bad blood between some of the fighters. I'm not sure if you, you know, you hold that at all. You seem like a very quiet fighter, um, but, you know, I'll let you speak to that. Yeah, no, I, I'm going after the champ, Tiago uh, Alves, and, and then if they want me to fight uh, 85, uh, that that's fine too. So either weight class, I'm I'm happy to to compete in, but obviously a, a title would be the the way to go. Uh, either weight class. So uh, no, I don't I don't give a shit about people talking shit. I do my shit talking in the ring with my hands. So they can they can say whatever. Uh, any comments I just slide by or delete, then go about my day. So 
That's no who I am. You. No effect on you. That's interesting to hear. Mm-hmm. And, and Rob, uh, I guess before we let Dakota Cocken go, you can catch it BKFC 21, BKFC.com, Bare Knuckle TV app. Grab it. It's going to be a great fight, a great card. I'm excited for the whole card, Dakota. Um, uh, this is kind of a dumb question, but it's not. I want to ask you, you know, we, we have some pretty in- impressive mustaches in BKFC. We have David Diaz and we have Mike Richmond. He does a little curl thing. What do you think about his mustache? Yeah, hopefully I can knock it off. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that response. Thank you. I teed that one up for you. I'm glad you said that. Yeah, I appreciate you coming on. Dakota Cock and Rob, are you good? Do you have anything else for our friend Dakota? Nope, I'm good. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. Thank you so much, Dakota. Yeah, and we're yeah, excited no. to fight, man. I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. All right, we'll see you soon. They'll be saying D.C., D.C., D.C. in his hometown. I'll chant D.C., D.C. for you coming on today. Thank you very much. Best of luck to you. Thanks. You're welcome. There goes Dakota Cochran, who, again, is going to be facing off at BKFC 21 against the Marine Mike Richmond. We're excited for that, Rob. We've been talking about the whole show, the whole event we're excited Mm for. All right, man. We always do the picks, brother. Let's do co-main event and main event before we sign off. So we'll start off with co-main event. We have Sam Shoemaker versus Josh Burns. Who do you got? Who's your money on? Who are you betting the slice of pizza on on the boardwalk? (laughs) <laughs> uh, here's the thing, Sam coming off, uh, a loss from Joey Beltron and Josh is coming off a loss too, that I don't mm-hmm. think many expected from Frank Tate. Uh, Josh is very hungry. Josh wants to prove himself in a different kind of way. Uh, Frank Tate is very tough. I don't think Josh will take anything away from him, but I also think that Josh thinks he should have won that fight and his head wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Whereas the vibe I get, I haven't heard this from Sam Shoemaker, but the vibe I see when I look on social media and everything is he's not happy. He lost against Joey Beltron, but it's a different kind of anger. I guess I'd call it. I feel like Josh feels like Joey stood up there and fought, but Josh, I think had a, I think Frank had a more, dare I say decisive victory sure. Josh. I think Josh is ready to come back and say, look, that was a one-time thing. And that's where I'm stuck though. Does that help Josh Burns? I mean, he seems like he doesn't like Sam. He seems to be baiting him with the memes or does that hurt him because he's too intense. But after talking to him, I think his intensity level was just right. And could that be the difference maker? But I don't see Sam Shoemaker losing. This is too hard. I hate doing these picks. <laughs> if I had a pick, I'm going to say, I'm seeing more anger out of Josh Burns than I've seen out of Sam. I think anger can help, but it can hurt. But knowing Josh, the anger can help. We've seen it help him before. So it'll be close, but I'm going to say Josh Burns. And uh, Josh Burns, I don't know if he's going to knock Sam Shoemaker out, though. He is, he's a great knockout ratio, but I do think Burns is going to come out on top. Yeah, if Burns comes out, brings the fire to him, I think Josh Burns does get it. I'll tell you this, if Sam Shoemaker puts his plan into place like he <laughs> I know you hate it. As we these things uh you know if, if he sticks to the plan like last time sticks the jab well that's what we saw and we have trained eyes but not as trained as fighters so if you're a fighter i mean you know that's what he could be doing josh burns will be ready for that right i mean he should be well i mean you just said it right there everybody has a plan right we we can talk about plan and implementing a plan we're not in there getting punched in the face right no, everything's man. changed when you get punched and you get struck right yeah oh yeah now i now i bit my I bit my cheek. Uh, that did what if change. we see the Sam Shoemaker that came out and fought Bobo? Uh, see, that's the thing. That's what I mean. It, 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 it depends what Sam you're going to see. I agree mm-hmm. with you, Evan. That's why I'm really stuck with this. Uh, but I do. I think Josh has, I don't want to say more to prove, but a different thing to prove that I think could drive him even harder. Plus, he dislikes Sam so much. Yeah, that, that can drive people hard, too. But I agree. That's the X factor. Is that yeah. I've never seen... I. From what I can recall, I don't think Sam has fought in a fight where there's been so much shit talk back and forth. Like, and Amasi, a lot it, of it, yeah. There, there's a lot of emotion going into this fight. We're going to have them 
you know, a little face to face, you know, interview, we're going to have the weigh-ins, there's going to be emotions high. And is that going to change? You know, we've seen what happens when Josh Burns fights somebody who he's very pissed off at uh, with Chris Saro. Now come into this fight, you know, who knows what could happen with, you know, with a pissed off Sam Shoemaker, who's been looking at memes and all this shit talk online for the last, you know, I mean, they were supposed to fight back in Wichita. So this has been going on for, you know, years at this point. Well, Mm -hmm. yeah in a good while that's a really good way of looking at it you're right and you have to wonder as we're kind of saying here does that emotion play to the positive side but you know emotion can win fights but it can lose fights too we've seen it go both ways so i don't know i, I like he said like evan said and everyone's saying i've seen josh mad he's mad i've never seen sam mad so maybe sam will come out and we'll see him mad next time we'll say well, don't get sam mad but i'm gonna have to go with josh for now uh, again, I don't know if it's going to be a knockout i know josh is very proud of his ko ratio i think what's he have 100 ko ratio or, or something like that he said um, but I'm, I'm excited to see what's going to happen for that fight. Yeah, me too. And I, I want to hear what the chat has to say about this. Or just, you know, if you're listening in, you know, just press, uh, press number one, <laughs> if press number one, if you like Sam press number two, type number two, if you like, uh, Josh Burns, which number lead, three, if you like Rob, yeah, uh, which leads like into, which leads into <laughs> the main event, Dakota Cochran, Mike Richmond. I'll give you my take right now. I think it's Dakota Cochran and I'm not taking away anything from Mike Richmond, Dakota Cochran, as he said, he put down some legends. He did so, you know, decisively, um, maybe easily, if you will. But uh, I've got Dakota Cochran winning this one by knockout by the third. Uh, I, I, I'm not never good with predicting when it's going to be by, but I'm going to piggyback on you there, and I'm going to say I agree with you. The man, if you look at his list, uh, who he's beaten, uh, you know, Lieben, that's the one. Like he said that himself, and, and I agree 100. That was almost his litmus test. He's not afraid of anybody mm-hmm. anymore. If you get past Chris Lieben that way. Uh, you're a very skilled fighter and you're a dangerous man. So um, again, nothing from Marine Mike Richmond. I love how he performs and I'm sure he's going to come in and it's not going to be an easy win for Dakota Cochran, but I see a win for Dakota Cochran and uh, it's a fight that I'm excited. I'm really excited to watch. I mean, we're all going to find out live next Friday, 8 p.m. BKFC.com. Evan, I want Evan to wait until he's waiting for the last one. Where are you at? Dakota Cochran versus. Uh, Ooh, I don't know. Um, I was just trying to go back and watch Richmond's fight in Valor, but it ended in the first round with a, with a no contest. I think there was an eye issue or something. So all we have to go off of is, you know, Richmond's fight at, you know, when he fought uh, Marcel, it's Mm -hmm. a tall, I mean, look, Chris Liebman is the scariest guy who's ever fought in bare knuckle. (laughs) Yes, he is. And Dakota went five rounds with him, Mm -hmm. you know, I, there's no question that Dakota, you know, I have no concerns about Dakota's chin mm-hmm. or if he's going to get slept. Um, I don't know that about Richmond. I know Richmond's super tough. I th- I don't think it's going to, there'll be a knockout. I think it's going to be a, a five round, you know, just bloodbath. Both these guys are animals. Um, that's my official analysis. Yeah. And to, <laughs> and to add to that, to support, you know, support what he's saying, Richmond has an 18 and seven MMA career. The majority of his wins in MMA are knockouts. So they're not triangle chokes. They're not, you know, decisions. The majority of his knockouts or excuse me, his wins in MMA are knockouts. So it's going to be a good fight. Yeah. He's, he's not, he's, he's a very dangerous man. So we're not underselling him. I, I just feel like Dakota, if I had a pick, gun to head Dakota Cochran, but if Mike Richmond wins, it's not going to shock me, but I think Dakota mm-hmm. Cochran's going to take it. He seemed calm, confident. He seems ready. We've seen him fight before, and you know we, we can go over it 100 more times. Say uh, The Chris Lieben thing, maybe that's foolish of me, but being in the squared circle with him before and lasting the way he did and winning the fight, and, and 
mean, that again was his test and he agreed. And actually it's funny. He said that. Cause I was thinking that when I was looking, I'm like, well, he fought Chris Lieben. He should be okay. And he said the same thing. <laughs> I think a lot of people think that way. So I guess that's the top two. Uh, we got that done and we're excited. Are we going to do a live show in, uh, in um, Omaha? Are we thinking about that this time? Cause I know we've had some technical difficulties before. Do we know yet? I believe that the internets are good down there. We're going to do it. I'd love to, uh, I would love to get people face to face if that's even possible down there. We will be live from Omaha. We are live. It is, it is official. We are going live. We will be live from Omaha. That's amazing. So that's always fun. We're going to see you next week because that's the best fight week when we're there live. You never know who's going to pop in. Mm -hmm. You never know the drama we're going to see. We're going to be covering all that. We'll have our phones ready. If something pops off, we'll record that. We'll have it on the show for you. And also, I know we're negotiating to get this done. I don't know if it's fully done. I I don't know everything, but I know we're supposed to do a face-off. And everyone was talking about this earlier. The Lord Evan Zentar, he'll be filming. I'll be officiating with Josh Burns and Sam Shoemaker and other than Palomino Ellers I don't think I've ever been in in the middle of two people with more heat with more animosity so I don't know if we're gonna have to have security there or what but we're also going to tape that for you or I don't know if we're airing it live what we're doing but it will be there immediately for you to see Mm -hmm. if it's not live we're excited about that as well a lot of content coming all over the social media channels or on the YouTube channel on our app bkfc.com 499 if you didn't do it yet subscribe to bare knuckle tv because you don't want to be left out in the cold good sell right that was a great sell brian it was a great show as well man and i know that you're with the family i know you're on vacation we i'm great- with the family they're laying <laughs> on the beach here i'm sitting in a bunk bed here doing a show for you <laughs> next time you got to get on the top bunk bed no we appreciate it thank you so much man thank you to everybody man and i'm gonna say to you i'll hold up my tigers and tito and i'm gonna say cheers we'll see you on fight week remember all week anybody gets in your face you knuckle up ah! like comment subscribe